welcome my friends to another episode of Motivational Moments with Maria. I am your host, High Performance Crazy Coach Maria, and I'm thrilled and honored that you're listening in. Most of you know that the goal of this podcast is to help you stay more focused, more energetic, disciplined, inspired, and positive, because I want you to experience more joy, fulfillment, fun in all areas of your life. And by the way, it also helps me stay more energetic, passionate, and really obsessed about my work. Now this morning, as I got into my car, I turned the key to start the ignition and I thought to myself, you know, this car is a beautiful, beautiful machine. It starts with such ease and has a unique rhythm about it. Now, have you ever stopped and really appreciated the wonder of your automobile? Now, as I pushed on the accelerator, the car went into motion and I realized the car was in its natural state of flow. It is firing on all cylinders. It's humming away with absolutely no interruptions, except, of course, me, the driver. Now, together, the car and I are in flow as we cruise down the road. Now, NASCAR drivers say they have a unique relationship with their race cars and state there is a rhythm and flow to the track as they make each turn and it requires concentration and flow. Okay, if you're not feeling the car metaphor, here's another example. I love this. I absolutely love this because it speaks to dance and movement and you know how I absolutely love to move. Now, have you ever gone dancing and were a little reluctant to get up and do your thing to the music? When you first get up to dance, you may feel a little awkward and it takes a little bit of time to get with the rhythm of the music. Now, pretty soon you find yourself feeling the music, warming up to the dance and fully immersed in your activity. You are now in the flow of the song and your body is in concert with the music. When the next song starts up, man, you are ready. You're in momentum. You're feeling the groove. And perhaps you may step it up a notch, step it up a notch or two. Now, as the music further penetrates your soul, you lose yourself in the rhythm and flow of the dance. Time stands still. And when the song is over, you feel energized and in some cases, totally spent. The movements are so easy and natural and you're having a blast. Now, my daughter majored in theater and dance and has described how it feels when a performance is going well. Your concentration is totally complete. Your mind doesn't wander. You're not thinking of anything else and you are just so totally involved in what you are doing. Your energy is flowing very smoothly. You feel relaxed, comfortable, energetic. And you too may have the same feeling when you are dancing. You are in the zone. You are in rhythm. You are in flow. Now let's take that concept of rhythm and flow and apply it to your personal and professional life because dancing and work are not any different. Do you get into the rhythm and flow with the work you do? Are there ways in which you can improve your daily rhythm and flow? But first, we must understand this thing called flow. And absolutely, we can improve our rhythm and flow. Now, positive psychologists define flow as one of 
life's highly enjoyable states of being, wrapping us entirely in the now and helping us to be more creative, productive, and happy. And psychological flow captures your positive mental state of being completely absorbed, focused, and involved in your activities at a specific point in time and and experiencing enjoyment by being engaged in the activity, in that specific activity. Now, when I get ready to write my blogs and record my podcasts, I must get into rhythm and flow. I have intense concentration on what I'm doing, and I'm very focused on the task at hand. As with anything in life which we choose to tackle, we must get into our own natural state of rhythm and flow. And can you get into a flow state? Oh gosh, you betcha. Here are some tips on how to get yourself in flow. And what I would love you to consider is starting with one or two of these this week. Now, you might want to take a pencil and write some of these down because you might forget. But then again, you can go back and listen to this podcast. But let me give you some tips. So tip number one. You got to eliminate all external distractions. You know what that means. You got to bunker down in a quiet spot. You got to turn on your do not disturb button on your phone and computer. And by the way, did you know that you actually can do that? Turn off anyone and anything that may disturb you. Put your phone in jail for 30 minutes with no get out of jail passes. I mean, really, and I mean, you can stress about it. You're probably going to sweat and everything else, but that eliminate all external distractions. Tip number two, eliminate your internal distractions. And this seems to be the hardest one because the squirrels and the hamsters in our brains are actively seeking new experiences all the time. And they're thinking about the hundred things that you have to get done. So before you want to get into flow, Do a quick one to two minute preparation. Simply close your eyes, take a couple of deep breaths and let your mind relax. You can call it a mindfulness exercise or a quickie meditation, whatever works for you. But you have to begin to eliminate those internal distractions. Tip number three. We each have an optimal peak work time. We all have a biological rhythm and peak performance time. And don't let that go to waste. For me, it's in the morning when the house is quiet, the coffee is brewed, and I can sit down quietly and get into my zone. This is when I do my writing and I start writing my book or I'm writing my podcast. And this is why I stress the importance of having a morning routine, as it does help you get into your natural state of flow. When your brain is tired and spent, it's hard to even do the simplest tasks. So I suggest that you do your hardest work in the mornings when your brain is alive and it is just firing away. Your brain is on fire in the morning. And for some of you, you may have a different optimal peak time. Know what it is. Here's tip number four. I want you to listen to some music. Put your headset on and put your favorite rhythmic music on and put it on repeat. 
Pick out a song, put it on repeat. And why, you ask? Well, it will help relax your mind and the rhythm of the music will help you stay in flow. It will help you stay. Now, personally, I listen to classical music from the Baroque period because for me, I need my heartbeat and pulse rate to relax because I'm so energetic and (laughs) crazy most of the time. So for me, it really calms me. And, re- and believe it or not, Baroque music decreases your blood pressure and it actually enhances your ability to learn. Now, listen, my friends, I don't make this stuff up. Music actually affects the amplitude and frequency of your brain waves, which has been measured by all those fancy brainwave machines. So listen to music that works for you. Not too loud now. And absolutely no new songs. It must be something that you are familiar with as you will fall into the flow of the music in the background. Okay, here's tip number five. Tip number five. Work on one very specific task. Do one thing at a time. Now, this is not news. This is not new news. Our brain does not have the ability to multitask. All you're doing is switching. You will be more productive. You will be able to get more clarity on what you want to accomplish. So make sure you're clear on what you want to get done, whether you're writing a contract, writing a blog, taking a class, watching a training course. I guarantee this is what happens most of the time. Let's say you start taking an online class. 10 minutes into it, you start checking email, your phone, Facebook, Instagram, Are you guilty? Yes, you are. Admit it. So challenge yourself. Challenge yourself to be fully present and in the moment. I see this all the time on Zoom calls. People are checking their phones. They're checking their other monitors. And when you ask them a question, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't hear the question. Are you perhaps a little guilty of this? Eh, good, so am I. I'm guilty too. So just be aware of what you're doing. Okay, so here's your tip number six. And I already mentioned this in many, many other podcasts, but here it is again. Your brain needs to be challenged. So challenge yourself. Our brain loves a challenge and it will keep you in the present moment. So if you want to reach flow state, the task that you're working on must be challenging enough for your brain to be fully engaged and active. If a task is too easy, you'll be bored and your mind is likely to wander again and you will not get into flow state. And just a little hint here, if you make it too challenging, too challenging, this will lead you to frustration and stress, which will not allow you to get into flow. So challenge yourself. And here's a little tip for this. When you challenge yourself, use the 4% challenge. And what do I mean by that? Finish your project faster than you had planned. Increase the time you exercise by 4%. If you walk one mile, increase it by 4%. 4% challenge. All right, here's tip number seven. And you're going to love this one if you like coffee. Do take in some caffeine. What? Yes. Don't overdo it, but do take in some caffeine. Now, according to Chris Bailey, author of Hyperfocus, 
Consuming caffeine strategically can provide a serious productivity and focus boost. So up to 200 milligrams of caffeine, about two cups of coffee, it's been proven that you can focus more intensely, work for longer without giving up and have a better short-term memory. So all of this also helps you get into flow. But don't go crazy and drink too much caffeine because it diminishes your ability to stay in the zone. Okay, so don't go crazy because your body will start twitching and you'll act like a crazy person like me when I'm on caffeine. All right, and (laughs) the last tip I want to give you today is drink more water. Tip number eight, drink more water. Did you know that our brain is made up mostly of water? 75% of that beautiful brain of yours consists of water. So what happens when you don't take in enough water? You get sluggish, you get fatigued, you get tired, sometimes you get dizzy, you lose energy. And when you are fueling your brain with water, it allows you to stay more focused, productive, and energized. It's a simple thing, and so many of us don't do it. So make it a goal. Again, use that 4% challenge goal. Increase your water intake for the next 30 days by 4% and see how you feel. See how you feel. Listen, there are so many positive consequences of being in flow. And when you're in flow, it improves your well-being, your happiness, life satisfaction, and more. And flow is also found to be correlated with, obviously, increased performance, higher motivation, engagement, and a positive mood. So if you want to go deeper into flow and really understand it, there's a great book called Flow by Mihaly C. And I would pronounce his last name, but I would just, I would just butcher it. So I never pronounce it uh, correctly, but Flow by Mihaly C. Okay, take a look at it, pick it up, read it. It's going to take you a little bit of time, but it's real worth it. That's it for today, my friends. I hope you received some value in this episode. And I would love it if you would share my podcast with your friends and family. Let's get you into flow. Use some of these tips this week. And if you have comments or suggestions or something you want me to tackle, message me on Facebook, Coaching with Maria. And if you'd like to schedule a one-on-one free coaching assessment, go to my website, coachingwithmaria.com and schedule an appointment. Until next time, my friends, stay focused, stay positive, and continue to find new ways of having fun. And no matter what you choose to be, do, or have, do it with passion.